my friends my friends welcome again to the people's pitch the one and only podcast dedicated to your minneapolis city soccer club today is a very special show as this marks our one year anniversary on the airwaves talking soccer i am your gracious host and as always i am joined by my soccer sidekick the mr nathan morales nate welcome happy anniversary hey happy anniversary how are things what's the one year anniversary wood i I hope you didn't get me any wood um, no, no, I would not get my <laughs> paper. My it might be paper. Sidekick. You gave me the printout. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I bought time flies. I bought you whiskey. Oh, that's that is nice. Thank you. I'm enjoying it. Uh, so many good memories after just one season, dude. And uh, they, let, they let us back. I know they because we're in charge of ourselves. Back. How can we top it this year? Let's uh, let's find the fuck out right now. <laughs> we have a great show for you tonight. Well, we know as always, we've been. Filling the the gap left by lack of city news with general soccer talk, but we'll discuss the unveiling of uh, Minnesota United FC's uh, kits that just happened mm. and the uh, response to that. We'll also look back on the past year of shows and hit some of the highlights and lowlights and talk about the future. But we also um, have um, a, a player in in house today, the one and only City Netminder, Mr. Big Game James Nair in studio today. James, yeah. welcome. Thank you, thank you, John. We'll uh, we'll be we'll be getting into some some details. Uh, with James a little bit later, but figured we introduce him so he can provide uh, banter throughout the show. Yes, hashtag banter. Hashtag Gotta give my banter. opinion. But um, I guess um, cheers to everyone listening. Thank you for being with us for uh, for a year. I yeah, guess one we'll year strong. Some, I guess we'll, we'll cheers our uh, our summits to that. And thank you, Summit, for being a sponsor for for one year. We we have a very shocking statistic to talk about. We did it when it comes to <laughs> Summit here uh, and the show later. But um, but anyways, yes, thank you everyone. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. We literally could have, but we have to say that. <laughs> John, John, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I was uh, I was glued to my Twitter feed. An Instagram feed on Friday, uh, hoping to get a, a glimpse of United's inaugural kits because I did not want to um, bother going to the the kit reveal party. <laughs> I had other things to do, so I was glued to my phone. You're just gonna wait for them to show up at Dicks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, sure, there have been leaks, so it was like, yeah, I didn't really need to see. Right. I didn't need to see it in the flesh, as it were. But I did want to see uh, on the phone in case they in case the leaks were fake news. Uh, which is a thing. Yes. So once the intense amount of fog cleared, I don't know if you if you saw the video that like Talisman and Kick had partnered up and had some live live coverage on Instagram, but yeah. there was like two segments of just straight up fog. We're like, I think they overfogged it with the fog machine, and they had to kind of. I think wave it was more it like it's something on fire. They had it. was. It was. They had a bunch of kids like do like dabbing out front, and it was like, okay, here come the kits, and then the. Total, it was like you were up on a mountain. It was you were crickets. Yeah, covered in fog. They were like, all right, so where are they? Uh, So after the fog cleared, uh, you know, we all got we all got the look, and I was definitely whelmed. I'm not gonna say I was overwhelmed. I wasn't underwhelmed. Is anybody ever whelmed? Because that was what I was. That's how I felt. Yeah. Is that a thing? It is now. 
we can make it a thing. The, uh, it's so, a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think, first of all, like this cookie cutter kit business is a problem yeah. for teams, especially, um, you know, when you're using a company like Adidas or Nike, where they Nike literally has a, um, like a form yeah. almost like they've got a, they've got a, a web app where anyone can just be like, I'll, I'll do it. Well, here's uh, where I ask: Do you want me to fill in my thoughts, or do you want me to wait? Yeah, to, I mean, I just, I just, I just think just that like everything I have on my, on my, on my yeah. I mean, I think like, and I want to say that because I think in in the case of us in in less Atlanta, um, but in us and any other any other team to kind of join who has had a history in the past, a soccer history, yeah. Uh, that maybe maybe even checkered. Yeah, you could bring some some. I don't. Do you need to stick to the format? Do you need to stick to the to the. Uh, to the template, because I feel like we could have we could have done a lot. MLS Nike or Adidas? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's just that's which is a problem. That's, that's one a, a right yeah, there. Yeah, that yeah, you have yeah. to be stuck in Adidas. Um, it gives you no identity, like we've talked about. If you look at our jerseys, we have identity. Like our crest was basically designed around fitting well on merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like the other teams in the MLS, their crest is built around being the only thing that stands out on their jersey. Um, so we built like a suite of of which is counter which is counter to. The, to like having a giant fucking sponsor logo on the front of your jersey, right? That looks like just a bullseye. <laughs> like, like it looks like a, a literal target, right? Or like, like yeah. my girlfriend said, it looks like a breast-like object in the center of your yeah. chest. Just a huge a nipple. Nipple. Yeah, just, just a, a big uniboob. A uniboob. So like, a, like the design is fine, right? Like the target, the like eyesore target logo. I, mean, I like the the, the slash jerseys, the United States national team jerseys that had like the the. The, was it right to left it sash? Blue yeah. and red. Blue and red. And then they had the red and blue. They had the white and blue. So they, those were one of my favorite U.S. jerseys that they had. And mm-hmm. I thought it looked cool. but like the, And the color scheme's fine. But it's just like the logo looks just weird. This is the white one looks kind of like a, like a knockoff you're going to get like on the streets in Guadalajara. You know? like <laughs> Yeah. It just doesn't, no offense, Nate. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally agree that there's like some cute accents. Like I think the sash is good and I'm saying cute because they are. That's the numbers like the, look cool. That's the like the point of it is like to be like a little, oh, that's just a precious, adorable little design element. Like there's the fake-ass collar that yeah. they have like stenciled in, you know? It's not a real collar no. because that wouldn't be sleek. No. You know, so it's got to be a fake collar. You can't be color. fast with a collar. Mm-hmm. You can't be fast with a collar. But it's got those huge issues. Like, um, you know, like the off-center Target logo. Like, even even though the, the Target logo is big and dumb, at least it... Couldn't they have just put it, like, move the sash over, like, a, an inch or two? Why can't it go uh, on top of the sash? Right. Instead, it's like, the, it's, it, they're independent. Nothing works together. And I almost would have liked to have Trent stick around. And give us his take on this as as our chief designer. Well, considering that the internet shit all over him on the design he made for us, yeah, maybe he's really. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're gonna get an honest opinion out of him. So, like, I totally pushed back on this like kit is lit hype that this hashtag and joined in on the kit is shit. Yeah, the hashtag, I saw that, I saw that, yeah. uh, which I thought I made up, and then I searched hashtag kit is shit, and then of course everyone else like from six years ago like, <laughs> in, in every kit reveal. <laughs> Since Twitter has been born, right. uh, has has done it. But after a while, I just stopped caring. Like I don't care about the jersey. I, if it was awesome, it would be awesome. But if it's not awesome, so whatever. I think the stock now rises of my long sleeve loons jersey from two years ago. Yeah, you know, like I think like with the red button and like the loon eye on the on the on the collar. Um, that stuff is going to be. I'd rather wear that anyways. It's like right? the Eye of Sauron on the collar of your <laughs> yeah, shirt. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Well, no, it's the loon's eyes are red. So right, yeah, I know. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Looks creepy. Yeah. Why do you have to always nerd out? 
<laughs> you, you know what's funny is we'll talk about this later but the the one thing that you said you loved or you ended up loving was like called Gus the Stallion Who Monsters the World yeah that's nerdy I know but it just was funny because it was like <laughs> random come on man yeah there's only so many pop culture references that aren't nerdy there's only so many Will Ferrell comedy references you can make yeah. right exactly um, but I guess my my whole take on it is um, you know it's good to see it was funny because I think uh, I don't know if it was um might have been Brian Coleman, or it was one of the the former players that tweeted something out like, "Oh my God, I can't believe I'm I'm looking at Minnesota United wearing a name brand." Mm-hmm. I think wearing that that's cool and all, right? Yeah. But the downside of that is the fact that it looks like garbage, and you it's one or the other. You know, it's you can never get both. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing when you've got you know being in advertising that you've got so many people to. Um, so many different approvers, right? So many people yeah. need to approve something that nothing, everyone's got an opinion and nothing is ever going to be great. Nothing can ever be great in this world, John. Everyone's yeah. going to hate it. Everyone's going to hate it. So, uh, am I th- I, sorry, go ahead. Am I going to, am I going to buy one? No. I mean, I've got plenty of old, like you do. I've got plenty of old, which is now throwback. Throwback. Yeah. Right? Loon's gear. Loon's gear uh, lying around. I can rock this summer. Yeah. Um, things there's, from... There's some North is Rising gear. Some North that, is Rising uh, that, I, know, that, that, I'm, that I'm enjoying. Got. Yep. Uh, so that's fine. That's great. I think maybe if I see one at Ragstock, I'll pick one up. <laughs> right. But the bigger thing is that they're $150, and I knew they were going to be expensive, but I looked into it because I said I was going to buy one, but $150, that's a... That's a pretty penny, man. <laughs> yeah, Come that's on. a pretty penny. That's just taking advantage of people. I know. Really, like, you, you really are clawing at the hype. Still, when you're trying to build a fan base and stuff, trying to make it a little bit more economical for people to right. get involved. The cool, know. the coolest thing that they have is their um, is their warm up top. Yeah, their that is war- cool. Their long sleeve warm up yeah, top. The one they went, yeah, the black one. Yeah. Um, but here, here's one thing that I wanted to note. So I was like, I agree with all the comments we've talked about. I agree with all the stuff we read on the internet. Um, but the one thing that I saw is so like at the photo shoot, it looked so budget. Like if you look at like especially coming from in the advertising industry, you look at like a well put together photo shoot and everything is it's literally perfect. Like someone's job is to make everything perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, there's like wrinkles in the back. Like they just took them out of the package and like put it on the players. And like there's like wrinkles down the sides of the pants and like. You're talking about at the kit reveal event, or you're talking about a separate photo shoot? The well, at the kit reveal event, and then the separate photo shoot. Yeah. Like, come on, man, pull out a steamer. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's, like make this shit legit, right? Mm-hmm. Like don't don't cut corners on that. Yeah. It's supposed to look cool and be whatever. So, but yeah, I thought that was pretty budget, but. That might be indicative of the whole, and this is kind of going to hopefully not send us down a huge rabbit hole, but that's indicative of the whole uh, approach that we've seen, even on their, their social me- social media and everything. It's like kind of weird and a little amateur. It's like they had a couple of interns that did really well last year, and they decided to be like, you're our social media manager now. <laughs> Continue. About, yeah. Give us but here's ten line league. tweets with gigantic spaces between them. But here's the league mandate of what you now can and can't say. Right. You know, so, so it's, it's like, like they I thought they did well without that, without the filter. Mm-hmm. Like we've learned in our you know, on our Twitter feed, <laughs> like we make sports interesting again. Yeah. Yeah. They had to take and make it less they had to interesting. Go backwards. Yeah. So um and how do we know, do that? How do we sucks. innovate? While still being boring, right? So, any last uh, last kit thing? I think the goalkeeper jersey actually looks the best. It, it looks like look ours. Good. That's why. That's yeah. what I was yeah. actually thinking. Yeah. Of. It looks yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. Get your own colors. Yeah. Nads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. 
Um, so, anyways, enough about those guys. Uh, let's talk about us. So, we said year one um, anniversary, and, uh, you know, we went back and did the math, and as we mentioned, um, this is the anniversary of the first show, not right. like the day it was conceived. Because that was like two days before the first show. I was like, hey, man, want to do a podcast? I just bought a cool microphone. Like, okay. You're like, sure. It is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the blue uh, snowball, in case anyone's wondering. Um, it's the snowball ice. Mm. Uh, the, best, mm. the best podcast microphone $40 can buy. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, so, um, you know, who would have thought we made it this far? Um, we figured that we would go back in kind of the archives and pick out a few of our favorite moments over the past um, to share with you folks. Uh, before we start there, Nate, um, you know, we talked about um, things a, a bit on our 2016 recap show, but do you think that we um, would have made it this far um, and have the momentum that we currently do? Not just like for the team, but like literally our show has momentum. Like people are, they haven't quite reached out to us to talk. Like we haven't had a conversation with the people yet because they just don't want to talk about to us. But like, where we currently stand, like numbers are up, people are listening. I, yeah, I mean, we're we're that far above them, obviously, that they feel intimidated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is for you, people. <laughs> honestly, I, I I try to keep it humble, and I really uh, I really have you know some a level of insecurity around things that I do when I'm talking into microphones in general, all the way back to like trivia days and stuff. But I, so I assume that we have like six listeners, like our parents. No, we'll go like, through the numbers. My stepson's dad, who's trying to keep an ear open to avoid like another repeat of last year's fuck, Mary kill debacle. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. You're like, Oh, it's cool. My, so no. my kid won't repeat this. I was like, all right. Uh, and then guess what? Anyway. Yeah. So, and, and yet here we are. You're in the right? principal's office. Yep. I was totally in the principal's yeah, office. But here we are, man. Like, I think this is uh, this is great. I think a year ago we didn't even know the team would last. So I think to say that the... Uh, we didn't know if we would have a team right. in a year. Yeah. A year so ago. I think to say that the podcast is still going strong and uh, and strong it's going. It's and we great. have like, multiple sponsors of the podcast now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, man, it's... Yeah. Jimmy Loops. He's on board. Yeah, Loopian. <laughs> yep. Yep. J. Lou. J. Lou. <laughs> Um, but anyways, we talked about stats, so um, here's some eye-openers, folks. Um, we took a break in action when we were off for a few months, but we, re- we have recorded 39 episodes. That's why there's not 50. Mm-hmm. 50 this every once in a while, we missed a week. Yeah. Oh, and we didn't, no, we didn't miss a week. We, every once in a while, we moved the day when it was released, but mm. um, we took off and we had nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we've been on air a total of 2,342 minutes and 38 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, there's been 14,110 downloads in 38 weeks. Um, 21 guests, 22 if you count uh, Chairman Hudeman, and that includes James. Um, <clears throat> here's where we start getting a little shocking. Yep. Uh, 219 total summits com- uh, consumed, but possibly 234. I was kind of doing the math a little bit. It got a little hazy in there, so... <laughs> Um, but we can confirm there that might there, be a missing case. Yeah, there, yeah, they were, we're missing a case somewhere. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was just like one of those just random days we forgot it or what. Yeah. Um, but that uh, one glass of mezcal. Yeah, because I just it was the only thing I had in the house. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then uh, countless whiskeys. Many like, whiskeys. When really, we when we skype together and yeah, do the show from our houses. Yeah, it's usually there's yeah. You can hear the jingling. Yep, you can the hear ice the ice jingling. <laughs> yep, yep. So, um, so, anyways, cheers to that. Yeah, it's always uh, those are some. <laughs> you gotta you gotta measure yourself by statistics, John. But I think you know what really what really makes the measure of a, of a podcast and of men 
or the memories, the memories. you know yeah. that they have. Yeah. Let's break down some of our favorites, starting with. Uh, our favorite guest outside of James, yep. who you know yep. you haven't really got a chance to impress. No. I mean, yet. technically you're year two. Year yeah. two. You're year two. Yeah. Why two? Mm-hmm. I can deal with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it's not really fair. Next no. year no. we can say you haven't. F- could be James. You haven't fully had... like stamped your mark on the show no. yet, so we can't expect you to be like. Let's talk about our favorite guest. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I can deal with that for yeah. now. So, John, who are your favorite guests? Uh, that we've had on the show in the last year. Well, I have two. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll, maybe we'll do... We usually, we usually do threes, but let's do two each. Yeah. Um, so, number one was... Uh, I believe it was our second or third show. We yeah, had, really, We had really. Elder and Ingle on together. Oh. Um, and the reason why I thought it was like one of my favorites is because um, we got to the speed round time um, when I asked Elder when the last time he ate McDonald's was. And he was like... Six days ago, or something like that, and then when I asked Ingle what Luis Suarez would taste like if you bit him, he said McDonald's. <laughs> so it was like, I think, yeah, the, the dynamic there was great because uh, you know they've been friends for so long and they yeah. play off each other really well. Yep, and it was um, it was a really great um, show because that kind of kicked off them being a duo of ambassadors when we on our, in our first year of like mm-hmm. media interviews and going out to watch parties and you know I went I went out to um, a couple with them and. Um, you know, it, it, it started that like guys in town are carry the torch until the summer. And then when the college guys come in, they supplement it. So, um, and it was great, um, having those two guys on, um, my next one, uh, was recently, it was our podcast with Timmy and I thought the, you know, like a lot of people don't know a lot about Tim and James can, James played college soccer with him. Like his story is kind of fascinating. I mean, you look at him and you're like, he looks like an, like an accountant. He's not really, an but like he, like he look, he looks like. A, I mean, he he can obviously play soccer, but you very well, very yeah, very well. And then you like start looking into him, and you're like, oh my god, like look at all these records he has, and all these accolades he has, and just like how he's a thinking thinking's man soccer player, and he is well aware of the fact that he's limited athletically, but he like makes up for it in how smart he is as a soccer player. He's a pretty bright guy, I'll say that much. Yeah, he's he's so smart, and you know, and he's just a good dude to hang out with. Like no one's ever is like, man, I hate Timmy. I can't fucking stand <laughs> that guy. No, what a dick. No. no, it's the exact opposite. Everyone's like, ah, oh, love me some Timmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it could be the guy who who you know plays the ball into him and gets it right back. Is like, wow, forward that passes, sweet. <laughs> well, because we've met guys who it's the other way around, where it's like, I fucking hate. Yeah, yeah, I can't just say it. Yeah, yeah. He's so good, I can't say it. Yeah, <laughs> please, please score if I'm passing you the ball because I know it's, I'm never going to get it back. Yep. Um, but no, it was it was interesting talking with him, and, and we had a great time. You know, and that was part of the That's 234 true. summits drank, we drank quite a bit that day. Yeah, well, that was a good that was a good night. That was a good day. But those are mine. So what about you, Nate? Well, uh, I would say you know to stick with your recent memory, Dustin for sure was one of my favorites, Dustin Brandon. I, I mean, I had him on there, but I figured since you were yeah, such a fanboy of Catalyst and Cass. Well, I thought, like, we both <laughs> agree that that was, a, that was a really good interview, not only because um, he really opened up about his soccer career, yeah. but I think we got... Reasons real, why he stopped playing. Yeah, I think we got real in-depth about, uh, real in-depth into his business and kind of life after soccer and what that what that could look like was uh, for someone who's really who's really passionate. Yeah. And, uh, and that was pretty cool. And he's an interesting guy. He's got a lot of connections around town. He knows people. He's a cool dude. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was great to hang. And I think um, Jeremy, when we had Jeremy Vizkovich on, yeah, he was a great guest. And not only and it was because he's such a. I don't really know how to explain this except he's such a calm, classy, 
fun guy to talk to. Like, you, you know, you're, you're always relaxed around him, but all of his, everything he says is very purposeful. He's never really the jokester, but he says funny things. Um, and he, like I said, real purposeful in, in, in kind of the, the comments that he made about his philosophy towards soccer. And especially before the season started, when we started talking about asking him kind of what is, what, what, how he's going to approach the season and things yeah. like that. I thought that made me feel really good about the team. Um, and then Duncan, I thought was really just hilarious. Just well, a total goofball. I know because I because I wrote this book. I, you know, I crafted my answers assuming you would have said Duncan or you would have said uh, Dustin. But uh, yeah, Duncan, I thought was just what a weird kid. Interesting. Like, yeah. A high school a kid that hadn't graduated high school yet that was going to join our team, and he uh, just to get his get his like see where his brain's at. Yeah. On like what a goal, what what being a goalkeeper was like. He's Which like, we'll you get gotta, to with James. You yeah, gotta yeah. be weird, he said, and, and he was definitely fucking weird. He's um, really weird. Well, the thing too um, about Duncan before we kind of get into the next the next topic here is that um, we had like a like a whole room full of people, too. Like, remember um, Heap Street, the guy from Toledo mm-hmm. and his wife were here, and like Dan that was, was that here. Day? Yeah, Dan was here. Leslie, our intern, was here. You and I are here. Like, we had just like people the drinking beers. The boardroom was full at city yeah, headquarters. Man. Like, it was it was just like. And Duncan was enjoying a giant kid. bottle of water. Yeah, just, yeah, he's just drinking water, and we're all having a great time. And then he's like wearing flip flops and like sweatpants. Well, then he had to leave to go to like prom or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bizarre day. Um, but no, I, I agree with you. Anyway, so we've covered um, a variety of topics over the year. Yeah, from training matches to trials to fashion, um, most mm-hmm. recently. But it's hard. To, it's kind of hard to pick just one favorite topic. Nate, what are your favorite topics? Favorite topic was uh, absolutely the kit reveal. I think when we did our show at Kieran's. Kieran's, yep. yeah. Yeah, we covered the yep. kit reveal and we walked around and we talked to people, um, talking to the fans, talking to the players. Everyone was excited about that. That it was, was a fun day. Yeah, that was, was super fun, fun and that was just um, summit two for ones. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. always that's Nothing always better. great. Yeah, get a little lubed up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But my other favorite topic was. Um, my other favorite topic was getting ready for the Open Cup because there was such a buzz around it. Yeah. Like as we're, you know, we were talking about the new players, the players. It, it was it was a, a period of uh, of swagger that yeah. that was unmatched up the, you know, since we'd started the podcast. Because I remember we started and we were basically like, we're gonna fucking own this shit, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's gonna bow to us. And then we ran, ran into like, and then we ran into like yeah. reality, right? Yeah. Like reality hurts and weather gets hot and Madison sucks, but like. Just two, just two guys at Pride Fest wearing pink shirts. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <and> me, <laughs> but uh, but I think like leading up to the U.S. Open Cup, when we're starting to talk about the the players that were signing and the excitement around, like look at all these guys that, that love Minneapolis City that want to that want to become a part of this after what they've seen was really was really cool. Yep, uh, mine, uh, my we talked about the Madison game, so my uh, my two are just number one the Mad- covering the Madison game because yeah. you and I spent the whole day together. Yeah, it was like. We drove there together. We woke up and it was like, "Holy shit, we have eleven players!" Yeah, like, and right we, away we're texting each other like, "How like, are we gonna? Is this like, gonna happen? Like, are we even gonna? Are we gonna have to forfeit? Like, yeah. what's gonna happen? Should we make the drive? Is it gonna be worth it?" Yeah, and then we roll into Madison, and I was just joking, like two guys wearing pink Minneapolis City T-shirts. <laughs> it was Pride Fest weekend when we're wearing like pink city shirts. 
just, just hanging, hanging out. out. Just mm-hmm. hanging out. Just broing down. Blended yeah. right in. Um, and then, you know, like, I helped coach the game. You sat on the bench drinking beer. Yeah, why not? Just, <laughs> like, heckling other teams' players' hair from our bench. Well, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, first of all, they had terrible hair. Second of all, the, the bar was at field level. Yeah. So, so you could I could just walk, walk behind the yeah. opposing bench and get a beer. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying what you did was wrong by any means. I'm just pointing it out. Um, and then our, you know, our, our win and the, the ride home, just jamming out to a fish concert. Yeah. Just like all happy, like, hey, man. And then I drove your car home. Yeah, because I was so sleepy. Yeah. Did <laughs> we so have a problem, sleepy. though, too, when I was driving? Like, like, I almost ran into something because there was, like, something in the road. No, there was definitely, like, a beetle in the in the car. Or oh, that a was bee. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some, some shit was flying around in the car. Uh, but, no, but covering that and then talking about it and, then, like, just revealing what we did that day was mm-hmm. just... I was one of my favorite favorite topics covered. But, um... All in one day. That's the key. Yeah, all in one day. Yeah. Um, but just general game coverage. I like breaking down the X's and O's with you because I feel like I have a different perspective than you do. Um, and then, like, throughout the year, I was, like, teaching you, like, the different perspective of, like, what I look for and, like, what's successful with a player. Yeah. What's not. And then just seeing, like, we talked about this in our 2016 show, uh, Hold the Tears Back, folks. But, like, how how much you learn from, like, us just working together and talking about soccer. Yeah. Um, in general. So I think that, that was kind of kind of 1A, 1B. Yeah, man. So, like, <laughs> obviously this show is just you and I and running it without really a boss. There's nobody that tells us. We don't. We have no, uh, nope. we've no station manager. No, no station. We've got no Chad Abbott, really, to yeah. tell us, like, what we can and can't say. The only per- person who could Do is maybe, maybe yeah. Jimmy Loops. Jimmy Loops. Jimmy Loops and Summit, right? They can be like, that's hey, fun. guys, less stick and fart jokes, please. <laughs> please like, okay, okay. I'm trying to sell some cars here. <laughs> we're like, sorry, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, but that's fun because we really, we really can, we really can do and say mostly whatever we want, which is awesome. But then that also allows to allows us to pick kind of what we'd want to do to hit the reset button. Like, if uh, if I could change one thing in the last year, what would I do differently for the next for the next for the next 365? What would that be, John? What would you do differently um, this next year than we did last year? Uh, I'd get a new host. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, Give no. me that bottle of bullet. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go no. sit under a bridge. <laughs> yeah, there's one right there. There's one right out yeah. the window. Yeah. Um, no, I think Nate. I can't quit you, so that's not going to happen. Um, uh, I want to get more people involved in the show. I want more fan feedback. I yeah. want people to like tell me, am I giving you? Maybe we're just giving the right amount of juice. Maybe that's it. Could we be. might, uh, or you know, or we're completely missing the mark. But we went, we went through the stats. People are people are listening mm-hmm. to this Hips year's show. Hips don't lie, man. They don't. They don't. I mean, we are we are shaking that shit for fourteen hundred down or fourteen thousand downloads. So mm-hmm. that's pretty insane. I'd like I'd like to hit reset and like create dialogue. Um, and we started the Twitter feed, so hopefully that that gets us there. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it too is yeah. just being involved in the soccer community. The other thing I'm thinking about is setting up like a Google hotline, a hotline where you can just like literally call the hotline and leave a message. Oh, like, a, like a Google number. A Google. I would love to prank call that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the future, man. I don't even know how that works. Like James calling him. We need more talking about goalies. <laughs> um, but no, I'd like to really create more one-to-one dialogue with our fans. Just drunks. Yeah, just, just like, drunks. how many of you guys never talk about my man, James Nair? There you go. Yep. Is this James? James. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> like James quit calling, quit calling. <laughs> yeah. It's your fifth time tonight. We're gonna block, block the block. calls. 
Yeah, your mailbox is full. <laughs> uh, but no, one to one, whether one to one, when I mean like one to one, like show to fan feedback, mm-hmm. and because um, we know like the players, like we talk to the, the guys and like they listen, and they're like, oh, you know, like Nate was talking shit about my game against Madison, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. Because well, it's true, because I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched. I actually listened to a couple of shows today just to kind of get yeah, I did get, too. Get I did too. And I remember like I I might not be very kind to some guys when they don't. Perform well, and I remember you telling me that like some guys said that we weren't very nice to them. And they weren't the guys that I was mean to, so that's good. But here's the thing about <laughs> guys um, did that. No, yeah, we're gonna we go down know. a little bit of a rabbit hole before we go to the next question. Um, if we're not unbiased and like someone has a shit game and we like don't call them out, then it's not no accountability. It's not beneficial to anybody. Yeah, and I'm not. We're not like picking out of thin air, like picking on people. No. I'm not going to be like, oh my god, Goose, like pass the goddamn ball, like stop dribbling. No, what we're going to do is we're going to point out the fact that like the, the the portions of the game where he could have, like passing the ball could have been more beneficial. We're not going to like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We're going we're gonna to be constructive. We're not going to be negative. Yeah, I think there were a number of times where uh, I broke it down like by the minute. Like there were a couple of, a <laughs> couple pass, of times when pass, like so-and-so had an <laughs> open shot and they missed and they missed badly. And that's just, like, facts. That's analysis. I mean, that's just... Honest analysis. Really what it is. All right, so what's, what's yours? What, what are we going to get better on? Oh, you know, I think we got to upgrade our technology or at least get, get a lock on our tech. Uh, we've had... We're working you know, on it. We're working on it, and I think part of it is, like, we started with basically, like, no reading a blog about how you can just put an iPhone in a mug and it sounds like a pretty decent microphone all the way to like, now we've got a real one and I tried to get one and now it doesn't work together. And how do we Skype and how do we make it all sound cohesive throughout? Like like editing too. Yeah. And I think a big part of it is like, um, maybe, maybe again, this is me being a little too hard on ourselves, and I don't really listen to a ton of podcasts out there that aren't, that aren't uh, recorded in like NPR or something. Or like Joe Rogan. Right. They've got a lot of professional shit, but like, uh, there are a lot of people out there that are that are doing good things that probably have the technology that we do. So maybe I just have to chill on that. We just got to figure out how to how to make it sound better. Yeah, because we're we're capturing. Good we burn through a couple different mics that don't work for me, or you know the it, headphone mic doesn't work. Period, and things like that. When what, what we're running into is that we have the same microphone and it's called the same thing, so we can't get better. Yeah, we plug it into the computer and the computer it's thinks a, it's, it's like, just uh, one microphone. One microphone. It's so Confused. yeah, stupid computers. So we'll get better at tech. Um, I mean, we did a lot in the first year, Nate, which is going to be hard to top, yeah. but we can all dream about the things we want to do this coming year. Yeah, man. I think, uh... More James time, apparently, is going to be on the hotline. Yeah. But what's, what, uh, yeah. what do you want to work can on? You, what if you, what if you did, like, um, pre-recorded messages, like the James, like, literally the James hotline? Like, remember when we were uh, kids, you could, like, call up and talk to Hingers? Saved by the Bell or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'd like to talk to Kelly Kapowski, hit one, and you'd be like, beep. You'd dial 1 800 number, and your parents would be like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm just trying to see what Zach Morris' cool tips are, Mom. Anyway. Right. Uh, uh, wait, whoa, whoa. You're not getting, you're not getting <laughs> off the hook here. It's not working. So, hold on, hold on. Did you seriously call Say by the Bell? No, no, but I'm just trying to. Where's this coming from? I'm trying to get an example. There were things. I'm going to, you should Google it. Because no. they were back no. when we were kids. <laughs> no. You and I, less James because he's younger. I but there were like all these ads online and. 
uh, or not online, but on TV, where you could like call and talk to Heavy D and the boys and things like that. Oh yeah, I remember right? those. But remember those? Why did you go to Save by the Bell for the first one? I just thought of the first thing that happened when we were kids. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Morales, <laughs> if you're listening, please call into the future hotline and tell us there is no Save by the Bell. Call. If Nate was just burning your credit card with Kelly Kapowski minutes. The point is, is wouldn't that be funny if it was just James? I think it would be great. Just I would be there. Talk to a city like, player. Boop. Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. You want you want a vodka Red Bull? <laughs> yeah. First team all vodka Red Bull. First team vodka all vodka Red Bull. But I think uh, in the future, I, I really want to do some more uh, on-location recordings, and I think part of that 100%. ties into the technology thing, um, like we did at Kieran's. And I think as a team and as a podcast and as a fan base, I really want to own this bar. Like the Viking the, bar, man. The Viking I bar. I feel like it's gonna be like our thing. Like I hope it is because the Bavarians, they've got obviously their beer hall, which, which is, right, is which is built in, right? Yeah. But um, you know, Bear Fight Providence, Detroit City, they've all got their they've got their watering hole. Yeah. You know, where all the fans go. And I think part of building a fan base and kind of reaching out to people is uh you know, if we could go to if we can go to the Viking bar and know that you can find like two to three Citizens, two to three fans right. that can shoot the shit about about Minneapolis City with, shit. and just bring and you know. Yeah. And so if we're talking passionately about city at Viking, or if, if Baker's there with Sarah or whoever, whoever just happens to be there, and you get people sitting at the bar to be like, what, what are you guys talking about? Like that helps spread the word. Right. Like just being out in the community and making it a a, a point think, of conversation organically would be sweet. Well, I think we're gonna have that. I mean, I, hopefully, uh, the Nelly is our our field for. I mean, I've, I've coined it the Nelly. I like the I like Nelly. The Nelly. Yeah, the Nelly. I like okay. the Nelly. Uh, or the Nell. They start thinking like swell Nell. Yes, yeah, so kill them up with other nicknames. Yep. Uh, well, we want a little nickname poll. Figure that out. <clears throat> I like the me. Nelly because we can do all sorts of ride with me jokes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, right. There's bandages under our eyes. <laughs> um, to us isn't a video podcast. Maybe we up our tech and this is all video. Oh, oh nobody wants cool. to look at you. I, mean, you? <laughs> <laughs> I can respond. No one's yeah, listening yeah, to you. Yeah, that's true. There, that's see, true. there you go. Yeah, that's how we work so well together. Mm-hmm. Can't quit you. Um, <laughs> but no, I agree with you. Um, but I think um, when we started with Dustin, um, but I want to do more interviews and maybe not, maybe not as long as his because his went pretty long. Um, would be like you know. Interviews with people who are connected to soccer and not connected to city. Mm-hmm. Like every now and then throw in like somebody from the Bavarians just to hear like their take on things um, or like other podcast hosts like the guys at Flack of Glass. Like just, yeah. just like talk to them about soccer and not about city. Yeah. And just throw that in because, you know, like when we, we randomly don't have things to talk about, it's like, oh, well, what are we going to do? Yeah. We can't get a player on like James or it's on an anniversary. Like what then what do we do? I think there's a huge community out there of, of people who really love talking about soccer and who do a great job of it. Yeah. And there's and now and we've 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 done a good job this year of establishing ourselves as part of that community. We just need to be able to start reaching out to them. Yeah. And start like we've we've already been talking. To, you've talked to the Detroit City guys via Twitter and made friends with them. Um, friends. Yeah. They don't hate don't you. <laughs> for a little bit yeah but, we, but yeah. I mean I think like via Twitter we can start yeah. like yeah. we killed them with kindness yeah. <laughs> yeah. and even Oakland City doesn't yeah, hate us really like so and they've oh, got I their own that. podcast I actually love now. to have those guys on yeah so like because now I don't have to shit on Oakland County yeah Oakland County that's who they are yeah, yeah I forget Oakland so County. it's city county it's all the same yeah. um, that's, that's cool so yeah I want to I do that I want to I bring in more people 
Well, we're pleased to have another player in the studio tonight, and it's uh, kind of hurt him. Yeah, it's one that you'll know well if you've been on the Stegman's tip yep. for a few yeah. years. Uh, goalkeeper James Nair, you are sitting next to me, and I appreciate that. Uh, Thank you, you. Are, Thank uh, you, John. Thank you, Nate. Enjoy some bullet. Yes, yeah. more bullet. Whiskey time. That's like a homeless style size of bullet, by the way. That you there's like it's, it's kind of like a, a baby bottle of bullet. It's we, cute though. We don't. Well, we're gonna we'll take a picture of it and, yeah. uh, and post it. It's, we don't we don't need a full <laughs> bottle of whiskey. <laughs> no, no, we do not. No, no not, not tonight. Tuesday. So, James, yeah. you're from Matamidi, Minnesota. Minnesota. Is that yeah. Go Zephyrs? It is Go Zephyrs. Yep, Ooh, totally. Nice. Where yeah. is Matamidi? It's uh, kind of stuck in between White Bear Lake and Stillwater, yes. so east side suburbs, mm-hmm. kind of right in between. And it actually means White Bear in Ojibwe, supposedly. Oh, so, so. it's the real White Bear. It's a real oh, White Bear. That's what we first, like to say. The original. Um, I can neither confirm nor deny that I took the history of the Ojibwe at University of Wisconsin oh, really? as my uh, my cultural oh. elective. Oh, they're gonna say major. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I ended up in advertising because I have a degree in cultural <laughs> history of Ojibwe. Hey. Uh, but no, uh, I don't believe it's white. It's it's translated one to one to white bear. No, uh, but it's something like Could it that. Be something bear? like that. Could it be bear, bear who is a white man? Who knows? Yeah, white man kill white. bear. <laughs> white man kill bear. Yeah. Uh, your first, your real first name. This is a little known fact. Little known fact. It is Frederick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You go by James. But I go by James. It keeps it simpler. Frederick's a great name. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, strong. Why, yeah. Why did you? Why, why did you make the switch to? to, to James? You know, it wasn't really my choice. My mom, uh, when I was born, was a little bit annoyed by my father because at the last minute he was like, "We got to name him Frederick James," because my dad's name's Frederick James mm. and my grandfather's name's Frederick. James. How many? Frederick, That's legit. Does, does How could I'm Frederick. So I'm Frederick James the third. That makes you an Esquire. By I'm the way. Esquire. No, is it Esquire? Yeah. Is, yeah. It? is it? Yeah. I thought it, I thought Esquire was like a legal. Third in a row. Title. Third in a row. Third Sweet, in a row. I'm an Esquire. I, I like that. I was almost Andrew James Bisworm, the third Esquire. Oh, okay. I got to start coining that. Yeah. I like that. So Ted uh, Theodore Logan was really the third. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Things we realize. Mm-hmm. But I'm what actually... What a time pre- to be alive. <laughs> what a time to be alive, right? <laughs> no, it's just a long history of names and uh, yeah. Why did you make the switch? I didn't. My mom just no, called me. Well, no, why did he make the switch? Why did he make the switch? What were you, what were you going to be? I, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. That's an unknown fact. I'm going to tell I, you, dude, I agree. And it's hard to... Un- there's like a innate like need to carry on your bloodline and to like keep family history like intact. I, there is. I, I there's a factor. I think that'd be great. If, would, if, if I'm already a junior... I gotta go. go for you three. Gotta, you gotta go, you gotta for, go three. for three, right? I'm trying to go for four. Sneaky. I just got confirmation on gotta, that from the girlfriend, so that was pretty three good. Three. Had that, yeah. You gotta go, go for the fourth. Yeah, are you are you breaking some news here? Uh, Wait, no, 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 <laughs> definitely not. Oh, you got confirmation say, that that four that, that, would be the the acceptable name. Not not that that is not number four is on the way. No, yeah, so, that'd be bad. So knock speaking on wood. Knock on wood. Speaking Wrap of your wood. You were a four year <laughs> you were a four year letter winner in in the high school. Yes. Zephyrs. Uh, your class A high school state champion, two thousand and nine. Yeah, that was an exciting time. One of my favorite games. You're an All American in two thousand and nine. Yeah, uh, stopped the penalty in the. Final. I stopped. Uh, actually, it was a good folklore. If anyone knows Paul Yanga, who played four years at UW Madison, played in the fifty er system for a while. Um, yeah, stopped him. Good friend of mine. I knew which way he was going, and he went that same way from playing. Gobbled game. it up. Oh, I gobbled it up, and I got <laughs> right in his face. It was fun, but that was a semifinal. I'm gonna get though. back to that point because yeah. that's interesting. It's an interesting goalkeeper fact to talk about. Yeah, your four-year letter winner at Carleton College. You went to school yeah. with Timmy Willis. Yeah, Timmy, Timmy Wills. 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 Trilla. It's Trilla. hard. Yeah. Trilla is that Trilla, the, uh, is his nickname it, One Speed. One Speed is definitely a nickname. <laughs> He's, Tim, Tim Wills is also known as the original goat. 
because since we've had someone since pass his goal scoring record yeah. like two years after yeah something yeah. Braden Braden McCarthy Bra- Bra- uh, Brandon McGarity Brandon Brandon McGarity he's yeah. a good player but yeah. what, anyway what's he doing now uh, he's thinking well, we'll talk about Not that he's, oh. he's, 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 he's in the cities so he's oh. getting healthy hmm. he's a but, three you're a three time MIAC champion yes with Carlton mm-hmm. two time NCAA tournament participant yeah and you uh, you are the number one goalkeeper on Segments D1 team. Yeah. Multiple, I was lucky enough to be Multiple included. MASL D1 champions. Yes. And uh, Minnesota Cup Open, champion. Yeah, forgot yeah. about that. U.S. Open Cup team. Yeah. So, James, you can't pick your nickname, no. which I get. Why do they call you Big Game James? You know, that's a good question. I don't know how that came across. Really. Just, that was just something Biz came up with. I just randomly, like... He's like... We were... Uh, we were warming up for the Open Cup, and I was just—I just called him Big Game, game James. James yeah. So there was big no, game there was no actual big. There's literal no, none. no, no, no big game, no, no big game. Just <laughs> well, no, there was in in 2009, but I didn't yeah, know you. Right, I'm just saying, that. like, that was uh, big game, yeah. it might be one of those things. Like you're a legend. Legendary. I, no. I like to think of myself as legendary, but maybe that's too egotistical. I don't know. No, I mean the legend of Big Game James is yeah. a thing, but I—I I thought it was more. You know, I couldn't think of a nickname because you're you're always talking. During everything, I'm always talking. I love always. talking. That's why having you on is great because fill some fill some spaces. Yeah, airtime. Yeah, yeah airtime. Air time, but right? no, like during the Open Cup run, and we'll talk about it a little bit as we move forward here. But James is always like talking about something that had nothing to do with what we were actually doing, no. like warming up, and he's talking about something else. Yeah. Hey, you guys see the new episode of Legion? <laughs> that show is messed up. <laughs> yeah. I always have a, I have to give my two cents on anything, and with the group of guys we have coming from all walks of life, uh, I'm, I, my ability to read into kind of where they come from <laughs> right. and get, coin a joke or get get something out of them is always fun. Very much so, so the locker room guy. The locker room guy, I love <clears throat> locker room banter. That's why I still play soccer, man. I love hanging out with the boys. Sweet. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you got involved with City, um, as those kind of close to the club. Um, and in the inner circle, know who you are, but maybe some of the listeners don't know like how you came involved in, in your story. Yeah, so my story started was I was actually playing with Twin Stars, long story, but that's kind of the, that's the group I came out of out of high school, playing with Blackhawks, being under Yosef Darbaki, and playing with that whole group of players. Went off to Carlton and uh, met uh, the Cami Wills show down there, who are obviously, as we know, we've talked about them a bit, but Cameron and them had an incredible connection playing soccer. And they both stayed up here in the city. So they're like the two guys from the Carlton soccer team that are still around. Mm-hmm. And they were associated with internationals, which became Stegman City or Stegman Internationals. And when I came out of college, I was looking for a squad. And they're like, hey, we need a goalie. And I joined up there and then made that progression from internationals into Stegmans. And then that's kind of how eventually when uh, – Keith, R.I.P. But Keith, <laughs> Keith and I, Keith and I sat down, and he came after talking to you guys and brought the whole uh, Minneapolis City idea up and wanted kind of some veteran players who had been around to kind of mentor some college guys, and I was more than interested. So that's kind of why I'm in this chair. So one question before we go to the the, the next one, it um, that's on script. Uh-huh. Um, so how did you go from? Being like you're six five, six five, six five, yeah, six five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a six Good five guy. goalie with the skills you have, yeah, um, and, and you just as you just put down some whiskey, <laughs> yeah, just throwing it down, as just the skills waiting, you have, yeah, yeah, um, skills. So um, in in a lot of people's eyes, it, um, going to a Mayak school might look like why why'd you go to Carlton? You know, it's it's 
the long story short is is that after that 2009 championship game, I was I was traveling all the time, doing all that soccer. I was playing Bangu, the original Minnesota Thunder slash Wings, and doing that whole path. And Division One soccer was a big part of my life, and that's what I wanted to do. But in reality, is I got I had a really serious in, injury. I had a concussion and a seizure, and that kind of put a mm-hmm. lot of those scholarship opportunities at risk. Mm-hmm. And a lot of schools rescinded some of those offers. So for me, what was your number one? Number one was Creighton, and thank goodness I didn't go there because I don't think I would have ever played. That, those guys are good, but can't over. I have a little bit of self doubt, but no way, man, um, we would have played at Creighton. What we would have seen, yeah. But it, you know, that was a good opportunity because then the, the only person that kept on calling me was Bob Carlson from Carlton, and my connection to the school there was is that I'm, I'm a smart guy, but I'm not the typical Carlton student per se. I'm not Ryan Camrata getting my PhD <laughs> yeah. in, in chemistry, but. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, my parents went there, and so I was always oh, interested, nice. and so nice. I had heard about it, and they always had a good soccer team. Like, yeah. when I was growing up, I went to Carleton Games, and they were always competitive in the MIAC, and it was close to home, and offered me the opportunity to play four years of college ball, which mm-hmm. was very important to me. Nice. Um, so, names like Elder, Duncan, are tossed around yeah. um, as the main goalkeepers with yeah. City, um, but you're just as much an important part of the squad as, as they are. Tell us what it's like in the city goalkeeping meeting room and how you guys kind of handle knowing there's only one guy that can play at a time. Because you're not like a center midfielder no. where you can go on at any minute. There's there's yeah. one guy. So is it like a quarterback situation where yeah. like there's the quarterbacks that are like together in their own meeting room mm-hmm. and they prep together and yeah. they, they understand Completely. the game together. Train and together. Train We're weird that way, man. Mm-hmm. We're, we go off at the first 20 minutes of training and 30 minutes of training and do our own thing and – we're, we're a close-knit group, and we understand that it's one person in between the pipes at a time. And that was a learning experience. I think that was the biggest thing I take away from last year is because each one of us, Duncan, Elder, and me, we never played together growing up, ages, schools, whatever. But all of us had been the starting goalkeeper. And so that was a learning experience for me, stepping in and being like, you know, I got to compete. I got to be the guy that, you know I mean, pushing each other. And that fostered a really good environment, and that's why I think we had good, good people between the pipes, and it, it was a lot of fun. We had a good dynamic, mm-hmm. definitely. I think that's that's the important thing, and, and the reason why I asked the question was because I felt like, you know, I have an inside look into all yes, this. Yeah. I'm, I'm the all-seeing eye. Um, yeah. But, Sauron. The loon, yeah. The loon eye of Sauron. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, but no, it, um, you guys all have a good relationship together. Yeah. And... I haven't had that in the past. All my other relationships, even at Carlton, they're... Not kind that there was a level. It was kind of weird. It was just like you went to school together. It was like you're always – but the guys that I was playing with weren't on the same level, and they weren't really as passionate about the game, I thought, as I was. Yeah. And each one of us have the same training mentality. It's get your reps and have fun and throw yeah. a laugh around and also be serious when you're making big saves. So Right. So now that your goalkeeper coach is yeah. our head coach, how do you see his approach to coaching uh, – it is off script, but I just thought it was. <laughs> That's all right. I just That's all right. Like, how do you see his approach to coaching uh, affecting the rest of the team? You know, it's interesting because Pribble is an interesting goalkeeper coach. He, he really enjoys putting you through rigorous. It's a cardio workout as well as a technique. So that was a big challenge for me. And I think that he'll bring, like I've read through our fitness plan today, he's trying to do an all-out press attack, right? But that comes from the back line. How I was raised. Oh, secrets. I mean, it comes from the back line. It comes from organization from the back that then helps pushing up the midfield that helps then get Mm -hmm. the affords up. So it's just kind of a natural progression. And so I think that his ability from a goalkeeper perspective will be beneficial for the whole 
kind of mentality of our team. I'm not trying to give away our trade secrets, but I think it's pretty obvious. But yeah, I think I mean, it'll it makes, be, it'll it makes really sense. Good. Like as a as yeah. a as a goal as a past goalkeeper to know like the thing to do is to not make the goalkeeper do any work. Yeah, and and, and, <laughs> and, and, and make sure the goalkeeper's communicating because that's the that's the biggest thing that separates you from high school club level, even college level to our level. I think is is just that the communication coming from the back is becoming more and more key. Yeah, it's what separates us from the animals. Exactly. I think we're, what we're, we're lucky is that we have we have three starting goalkeepers. And yeah. on any given any given time, any given moment, any one of the three of you, like 100% comfortable relying on. We've been in big games, so it's fun for us to sit back and then also have, when we get those opportunities, we want to shine, so. Right. Um, so as we mentioned, you were part of the Open Cup. Tell us a little bit about your experience leading up to the match. Like from oh. like, me saying, big game, James. <laughs> this didn't happen, but me saying, like, James, we're putting this together. Like, you want in? Yeah, like, I wanted in from there until where it, we're at now. From where we're at now, I mean, it's obviously super, super disappointing. Hashtag, I don't know, let us back in. I think it's that ship has sailed. But it was from when you mentioned us participating in the Open Cup, it was exciting because I had actually played once, and we'd gone down to Omaha – and just got our shit kicked. <laughs> just got our shit kicked by Who'd the Creighton. Play we played we played Twin Stars, so it was yeah. Twin Stars team. And uh, I was probably 16, 17 at the time, and that was my first experience. So I kind of had an idea of what the level it would take because we're playing Creighton's men's league team, and they're ballers. They're, good. they're yeah. good. They're good. And they kicked the shit out of us. And so I kind of had an idea of what it would take. And when you were kind of formulating getting the piece of the puzzle together, I was excited because – that team compared to what five years ago was there was no comparison. We just had so much talent at like each position, two or three people deep, and it was fun. And obviously, training together all fall, it was super, super exciting. It's almost like the same formula I'm putting together for this summer. Exactly, it is. <laughs> just um, pulling it all together. So when we get to the game day, there was like total buzz, like from yeah. everyone walking super to the hyped. locker room, walking out to the on uh, the venue. Um, knowing ahead of time, kind of, we spoke. Uh, you and I spoke about like that Matt was going to be the starter for the yeah. game. Um, you know, we we talked about reps ahead of time. So you mm-hmm. guys both got the the reps, but we selected Matt. Yeah. Um, you know, give me a look inside of um, of kind of how you took it in stride and knowing that at any moment in a double overtime game, like <laughs> how do you prepare yourself mentally for like I could go in at any time. Like how do yeah. you not get complacent with like being involved in the game from on the other side of the touchline. Just, you know, it was it's just one of those things when you're sitting on the bench because you want to be in, so you're always envious. You know what I mean? So you, you, you're sitting on the edge of your seat, and when you have a game like that with the high stakes and one and done, you know what I mean? If you get kicked out, you, you lose, you're done. Yeah. You're, you're always paying attention. So that focus on the bench keeps you really involved and really locked in the game. I mean, Oakland's keeper, heck, I thought I would go in for them when he got Man. rocked. Yeah, I don't know how he stayed in the game. That, I would, guy, but that guy was uh, he was tough. Respect to that yeah, guy. Yeah, that was that was a big knock, but I mean, he um, that's just an exhibit A of what could happen, and so you always have to be mentally prepared. Well, right, like you talked about how you had big head injury. Yeah, um, Elder broke his leg. Gosh, that was you know, bad. Like so, yeah. there's so at any moment, like I mean, you think about like a goalkeeper's durability or like. They barely get touched, mm-hmm. but those like instances where like something Rare. serious happens, yeah. you need to have an equal um, backup option. Yeah, and it's not a backup like in a negative sense. No, like, no, it's, 
it's having one A, one B, one C, but they're all still one. Yeah, no, and I agree. And it's nice that we have that in city and the ability to kind of, because the key to I, I'm coming from a goalkeeper perspective, so I'm going to be biased. But a key to if you have someone that's going to be stable and reliable between the pipes, it's going to help out the rest of the team just from the back all the way up. And so when you have those options in depth, it makes it a lot more easier for a coach and the rest of the team. So before I um I turn it over to Nate, one uh, one more one last question. What was your uh, your favorite part of the you know, I, you already – my next question would have been, like, what was your reaction when you found out you weren't going to be in the Open Cup? But you already talked about no. how, how it sucks. But yeah. what was the one thing you're going to take away from that whole time? Like, all of our trainings, the game, everything. Like, what was what was, what was was the best? The best? You know, or I think the – story you can tell about it? I think warm-up was my favorite. You know, <laughs> I, you know I love the chat and talking. It was just a great group of guys. I mean, <laughs> you, you look at the talent we had out there. and the, I mean, I would played against – played with or played against all those guys at some point growing up in my soccer career. And so that was really fun. It was kind of like a uh, return to the pitch with a bunch of people that I hadn't played with since before college or some bits and parts after college. So for me, that was one of my favorites is just reconnecting and rekindling some of those relationships with the Brown brothers. Like those guys are from Yosef's back in the way, way back in the day. And so for me to hang out and play with those guys and talk and see how they're doing, Whitney has a kid. I mean, times are changing and so for me it was really fun to rekindle and shoot the shit with the boys so you're a relationships guy i am a relationship guy i'm a i'm a people person i like talking so it makes it easy well also you remember that kind of stuff because a lot of the people we talk to are like that's one of the questions i ask is like have you played with any of these people before and they're like yeah i don't know maybe against other other teams i've seen them around the field but like yeah they don't they don't either care about or remember the detail that you do. So that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, from ODP and all these experiences I've had in the soccer community, Midwest soccer for me is, is like, we show up to Bavarians. I see some guys that I've played against, like, uh, not Bavarian, yeah, it was Bavarians. But there's guys that I just see and I've played against, you know what I mean? And I can say, hi, what's up? And we kind of make that connection. And it's just, it's a small-knit community, and that makes it great it's in like the Midwest. It's like when, uh, when you're running yeah. around Lake Calhoun. You're going to give the person the nod. You're going to give the person the nod. You only know no. them from running around Lake yeah. Calhoun. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's kind fine. of how it is. And you share that. Yeah. You share <laughs> fitness. Yeah. And so, then another, but just to finish up, it's yeah. like guys like I, – I use this as an example. Charlie Adams. I – Played him in the Mayak. Gustavus Carlton, huge rivalry. Mm-hmm. I hated Charlie. <laughs> I hated him playing Chuck. college soccer. Chuck, I hated Chuck. But you know what? It's fun because we, we had a mutual respect because he's a good player and we were a good squad as well. And I just always, in making that kind of friendship now where we're at, was you know we would never see eye to eye before the season. So that's fun to have kind of built up that friendship. Well, it I was guess. interesting seeing like the, how the... Because we really did like each other. How everything <laughs> kind of like melted into like... This mutual, yeah, and, and like we talked about it with with Miles, we talked about it with um, with Dustin and with Tim uh, most recently. That like there was a point in time where we were like, this is not good enough. No, we are going to go into this game and lose. Lose about uh, four weeks out, probably. I'd say it was about yeah, four. Three it was about weeks a month out, out from yeah. the game. And we were I'm, nervous. I'm getting pressure from from the brass. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting some heat. Figure it like, out. Don't lose this game, no. kind of thing. Figure it out. Um, and I think that it just took that extra couple weeks for it to kind of finish melting into completely. It, it melted from a snowman into a snowball. <laughs> the congealing. We were, yeah, the congealing into a snowball where we, um, we finally, we all kind of came together and um, 
you know, it's awesome that you talk about that, how you and you and Chuck weren't, yeah, weren't the best. Not but, the best of buds. But he's such a nice guy. He is a nice guy, but yeah. he would run around chirping in a British accent. We just thought he was cocky and, yeah. and two-foot tackling people, and it was just Mayak soccer. That was so. just Mayak soccer, That was just Mayak soccer. That's who he's raised, man. Yeah. yeah. So you're coming <laughs> off a bit, of a, a bit of knee surgery. Yeah, that was You guys were talking about this before I got here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was there. I, I missed the first winter get-together, and then I showed up uh, to the second one, and I'm running around obviously warm-ups love warm-ups shooting the shit with the boys <laughs> and then uh, uh elder is sitting there he's like yo how's your knee and through that whole open cup prep i hadn't any issues because my knee would lock up and then you i would like stand one. up and straight- like one i had maybe one yeah and i would lock up and i would straighten my leg out and i'd feel this pop and it'd be fine mm-hmm. like i could play a 90 minute i could run i could do everything and so i went and see a surgeon at in the middle of summer, he said, yeah, it'll be torn in six months. And I kind of put that behind. I was like, yeah, right. Whatever. Dude. What do you know? What do you know? Guy. Yeah. Orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so then elder right before he's like 15 minutes in with Doug, new goalkeeper coach, trying to impress and busting my ass. And elders like, yo, uh, how, how's your knee? And I was like, yo, I, ha, no, nothing's happened. Feels good. Minute and a half afterwards, no. minute and a half afterwards, it just goes kunk. And I'm like, dude, I can't straighten it out. I'm calling my girlfriend and I'm in the ER like 45 minutes later. Whoa! Getting the good pills. So, yeah, it was it was interesting, but it's healing up well and I'm feeling good. So, um, just trying to be back and ready for the season. So that's the first time that's ever happened, right? Yeah, I've I've had a I've I've never had any knee surgery. I've had an ankle surgery, but um, other than that, no. That's good. So yeah, yeah, pretty works. healthy guy. Prognosis is great. You're gonna be back. Yeah, I had the same. Sur- I went into sur- it was kind of funny. I went into surgery thinking it was going to be a removal. So it's called a metastectomy. I'm a med guy. So they were going to take it out. And I was like, awesome. That's great. Cause I'll be back in four weeks. I'll be playing, mm-hmm. doing walking back to work. Just like that. He did the same surgery AP had. And so I was thinking like, oh, I can heal fast all day. Surgery all, all day. day. All day. <laughs> and I thought I was going to heal faster than AP. And <laughs> my surgeon's like, yeah, you're not feeling you're healing not fast. Adrian you're, not, no, you're not Adrian Peterson. You are not so, superhuman. A little bit longer recovery. You might be big game, James. Uh, but yeah. I'm not AP, yeah. unfortunately. So do you prefer keeper or goalie, by the way? Ooh, that's a good question. One feels keeper. Su- yeah, keeper like feels keeper. so like traditional, right? Keeper. Netminder's cool, but you could get that mistaken with like a hockey goaltender. No one's looking at you and thinking you play hockey. No, I did play hockey I'm one game. Six bad. five, man. But not lacrosse goal. goalie. I played yeah, lacrosse goalie, hockey right. goalie. No fun. No, soccer always bad. All right, that was always my question. Is like because keeper as an American, right? And it's hard to kind of go back and forth. Like you hear keeper on TV, you hear keeper on FIFA, you get it, but like. There's an instinct to say goalie because you just are, especially in Minnesota, you're raising yeah. hockey. I like yeah. GK. GK's, GK. I, I call it GK a lot too. So keeper, yeah. one of those positions that it's all about instinct really as much yeah. as it is about physical ability, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When in your development, whether, you know, growing up, whether you're playing for uh, Bangor or whatever, did yeah. you really feel that click? Well, it started when I, I moved back to the States. So I actually grew up abroad until 2001. And so after 2001, I moved back. My dad was a coach of a team in Ohio, and this kid was just a he, – he didn't want to play goalie anymore. So my dad just stuck me between the pipes, and I fell in love, like, instantaneously. I was Where like – Ohio? Uh, Piqua. It's, Piqua. Nor, it's yeah, kind of north of Dayton. Yeah, so. yeah, I was born in Dayton. You were born in Dayton? I, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, was for, I lived in Piqua for a year. I didn't like it a whole bunch. I'm sorry, Ooh. Biz. <laughs> that place sucked. No, it did suck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was an interesting time in my life, but uh, – no, my dad put me between the pipes, and I loved it. So, 
Yeah. And that was it. That was, that was it. I, I I wanted to be a stuntman when I grew up. And so I figured like jumping, jumping around, jumping, flying, like there's posts nearby and I can yeah, bashing into people. Yeah, I'd get to crush people. It was fun. So how do you, when it comes to like instincts and reflexes and things, how do you, how do you stay sharp in that department? I love lacrosse balls and tennis balls. Any kind of ball that's in the house, my mom had a rule no bouncing it, but I completely broke that rule every day of my yeah. life. So I was, it's just a matter of like... Just, no, I just, I always... Chucking them. Yeah, chucking them and just... Hand eye? Hand eye, I... It's obviously something I'm blessed to have, but I, I just always play with a ball, not two, just one. <laughs> yeah. So as long as you're, Quit as long as you're with it, James. <laughs> <laughs> playing with the balls down yeah. there. So as long as your knee heals up right, uh, as a as a keeper, you could conceivably play for many, many, many more years. Yeah, right. I would love to, uh, and especially as a high le- at a high level, as long as you stay sharp. Mm-hmm. Physically and of course mentally, as we were talking about, I can't lose my um, mind. Guys like Anti Cop come to mind. Remember Anti Cop? No, he's the cheeseburger guy we talked about okay. and, uh, oh, with the Croatians. Anti Cop was like dude, a coach for a number of years he before he out, came. Dude, yeah. I talked to him after the game, and I was like, legend. He was, he was, he yeah. stood on his head a few times there. He yeah, was yeah, good. Cheeseburger. He knows what's up, and it's a matter of <laughs> like, it's, yeah. like I was saying, it's yeah. a matter of like less a matter of less gut. Like, well, look, look at Wayne Shaw, right for Sutton. Like the dude's forty six years old. He still plays for. Sutton. Not anymore. Not anymore, no, right? Well, but, 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 that was, that was Dan Hodeman, right? They all come to mind as far as like older <laughs> dudes that can still they can still, still stop a shot, it, yeah. right? Uh, so you're still a young guy, uh, but do you see yourself playing for a long time, or and then moving into coaching, or you know, I I dabble the coaching, but it's never as much fun as playing. I will say that much. Like I love I, I I just like I don't like dealing with parents, so I just prefer to coach goalkeepers but I'll do that on the side but I'm definitely going to try playing as long as I can there's no doubt about that so how do you feel about Wayne Shaw the 46 year old roly poly goalie <laughs> roly poly uh, goalie pie eater forced the pie to, eater yeah he's forced to resign right? he's forced to resign have I think ever, it's have hilarious you, have you ever slammed a beer or any sort of meat pie on the sidelines <laughs> twin uh, stars to win a bet to not to win a bet per se, but I've definitely eaten a sandwich on the side of a, a Twin Stars game, just chilling. That's how that was, operation was run for a little bit there. But um, can, can we assume it's still how that operation? Yeah, operation I think so. Or? I don't even know. I haven't talked to him, so we'll see. Do some recon. Who knows? But you <laughs> sit there. Oh, oh open a can of worms. Right. Exactly. Anyways, so now is the time of the show. Where we hit the Lupient Automotive Speed Round. Are you ready oh. for the speed round? Vroom, vroom. Um, before we start, you know, a little plug for Lupient here. I have to say that because every time I, I read the plug, the, other, the one of the people in the room responds to what I'm saying. So, does your car turn heads when you drive by for no. the wrong reasons? Oh. <laughs> See, you just did it. I did it message. For the wrong reasons? Because it's a pile of crap? Mm. Well, you are in luck. Replace that beater with a new rig from any of your friendly neighborhood Lupian automotive dealerships. From Kias to Infinities, they surely have a car way better than yours. Visit Lupian.com for all things car. Okay, James. The Lupian automotive speed round goes like such. Okay. Ten questions. Listen. You must answer one before I go to the next. Okay. Um... I ask everyone the same thing. Do you need to stretch? Do you need some? I got, I got you a bottle water of water. Off. You good? You need more bullet? Uh, good like on that? the bullet, I think. Yeah, I think we're all good on the I'm bullet. I'm the good all. Yeah, we're, we're all good on the bullet. Cheeks are pretty rosy. Toasty. Yeah. Did someone turn the heat up? I don't know. Oh. What's going on there. Um, so, uh, are you ready? I am ready. All right. <clears throat> Number one. Um, 
What is the uh, what famous Olympic runner who won nine Olympic gold medals, one Olympic silver medal, and ten world championship medals, including eight gold, by the name of Carl Lewis? What is his real name? I have no idea. Are you? I mean, if you if you put kind of uh, I'll, I'll, okay, all right, Gerald. Um, the the answer <laughs> is uh, Frederick. Oh, I should have thought with my gut. Yeah, that was a good one. Now I know where we're going, Biz. I know where we're going with these. His name is Frederick Carlton Lewis. Oh, so we got the Frederick and the Carlton connection. I see. All right, shoot. All right, all right. I see what you did there. That's ridiculous. There were so many Fredericks in the world that I looked up that were famous, and I was like, holy shit. I don't know. Carlton Lewis. Perfect. All right, so number two. You definitely failed on that one. <clears throat> Number two. Failed. Um, failed. In, in 1940, what product from Church and Dwight was introduced into the market as a way to reduce the tensile strength of the keratin so greatly that <laughs> hair could be wiped away? Nair. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, you no, see what good. I did there. That's why I use. That's why I used to try and pick up chicks at the bars. Is I'm the my family owns Nair, the women's shaving cream. Didn't work that Didn't often. Didn't work. No. So so question one was. Not a not, not a great thing. Not to a say great thing to say. No, no. Yeah. So, so free question, samples. Free samples. <laughs> so question one was Frederick Carlton Lewis. And Nair. Like, so Frederick Nair. Nair. Oh, yeah. I, well, I got the first. Okay, all right. Um, anyways, okay. So number three, uh, Loris or Courtois? Ooh, Courtois. Um, Navas or De Gea? De Gea. Menu. Courtois or De Gea? De Gea. Um, and is Neuer better than all of them? Or uh, is there someone better than all of that? that Peter Schmeichel. Schmeichel. But that is, I mean, I, I, I got to give that shout out. But um, no, Neuer, Neuer better than all of them, definitely. Um, so what is the first big soccer match you remember ever watching? Ever watching? Like when you were a, a young Frederick. <laughs> young Frederick. <laughs> uh <laughs> Manchester United, Bayern Munich, 98, treble, Champions League, that game. When Ole Gluny Scholzhart put the ball on the German's net. That was that was a big game. That was a that big was game. a really big game. Yeah, that was a big game. Uh, what is the first pair of goalkeeper gloves you ever owned? Uh, I don't remember the model, but they were definitely Roish. And what do you go to now? Ooh, uh, Adidas finger saves, super lame. Finger saves. Well, uh, it's okay, they're all right, it's just... It's they're what easy. you feel comfortable in. Yeah, yeah, they're just, they're big, they're clunky. They do the job. All right, so number seven, we, we ask this of everyone. Everyone okay. gets one of these. all right, all right. Would you rather have, not, not, not like the one I'm going to say, but everyone okay. gets yeah, a would right, you rather. All right. Would you rather have the ability to see every text that wasn't sent to you? Ooh. Or the ability to see every text that was sent about you? That's almost pretty deep. Wait, hold I on. Said, so, I'll read it again. Read it one more time, yeah. Would you rather have the ability to see every text that wasn't sent to you? Yeah. Or the ability to see every text that was sent about you? I have a big ego, but I'd have to say the one, the previous. You're going to see every text, text about you about anyway. I guess so. Both. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I can be like, hey, Nate, James is a total And then I'll miss it. Then you miss it, right? Yeah. All so right. yeah, so you want to see the ones that? Yeah. Wait, which ones? The the first one. So, uh, sent to you. Sent to, no. 
Every text that wasn't sent to you wasn't is going to be. It wasn't sent to me. Yeah. Every text, would, it, would it, it could be about me, but about like you, I want right? to know. Yeah, I guess it, it. In some sense, it would include. Are they mutually everything. exclusive? Like you wouldn't see any text about you. Mm, I mean, I don't know if they're mutually exclusive. I'm okay to go that. We don't have to cut <laughs> that deep into it, or yeah, right. we can. But no, <laughs> it wasn't like when I asked David Baker from the Citizens if he'd rather have no knees or no elbows. <laughs> he melted down. He, he, melted he was down. like, he locked up. He's like, what? What? I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I can't move. Right, right. Okay, so um, what city new boy are you most excited to uh, to watch or to play with this summer? I guess the new boy. Are we talking about new boys from Open Cup squad or just um, any new boy? From last summer to this summer. Last summer. Because Open summer. Cup was a little bit more of a kind yeah, of like a... I, I, yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, we've signed Whitney Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, Whitney Brown is an exciting player from his professional aspirations to being able kind of almost a legend in Minnesota soccer, scoring goals and taking names. I'm excited to see what he does in the MPSL. Sweet. All right, so I've asked this uh, about a couple guys. You've been involved with Stegman's in an official capacity for over a year now. Woo! Multiple anniversary parties. Two. Yep. Love them both. Just getting wrecked. Just getting wild. Wrecked. That's true. Very fun times. Great times. Can you please tell me... <laughs> Who Stegman is and what he looks like. Stegman. He has a mustache. Well, who is he first? I don't know who he is. I'm blanking, dude. You can't <laughs> ask me these questions on point, man. It's yeah, Stegman's, speech. he's, but Stegman's, he's not involved with the club anymore currently, right? He, he's gone. Or is he still? He's around? not dead. No, I know he's not dead. I know, he, I'm not implying that he's dead. <laughs> yeah. But he, he's not, he's not a player <laughs> of the club. No. Okay. He, he was a guy on one of the original Stegman teams. He has a flowing hair to the right, and then he's got the mustache. But I've never actually met him in person, so I can't really... You'd have to go back to Ohio. You have to go back to Ohio because he was Dan and I's um, youth coach when we were 9, there 10, and go. 11. There we go. Oh, see, I missed that. Oh, gosh. Now I feel guilty, man. Yep. So, uh, but I mean, you knew what he looked like. I knew what he looked like because yeah. I've seen the cutouts and the legendary mustache. It's on, it's so. on the cap and yeah. tar bands. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So we... Uh, he is alive, a... lives in Boca Raton. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, is he amazing. the one voting for Boca Raton FC? And Probably. In the, in the <laughs> Actually, no, well, definitely not. No. He's not guarantee, a thousand Brazilians? No. I guarantee he has no idea to use the internet. Uh, just a... Just a... Oh, never mind. Anyway, okay. So, last one. Being a goalkeeper, yeah. you are usually on an island by yourself. Trying to keep myself focused on the game. Here we go. And some games you need to keep your mind occupied because you're not getting a lot of action. No. What is the oddest thing that you've thought about in game? <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's a lot of weird shit that goes on in my head. I'm sure any of the things you're going to say is odd to anyone. I don't know. I've thought about I it, it, just what I'm going to have for dinner. That's not that weird, but like I think a lot about food that's coming after the game. Like what am I going to do? Who am I going to see? When I was in high school, it was always like, oh shit, what do I got planned? Who am I going to text? Am I going to meet up with someone? Where are the ladies at? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm always thinking about the girls mm-hmm. in the stands. So it, it, it not anymore. There's one lady in the stands. But back in the day, it was kind of like, who's that cutie over there to the left? What's she wearing? Like I used to think about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it, You have to catch me at a given moment. There's a lot of weird shit that goes on. <laughs> what about now? Right now? Yeah. Knowing that you're not in high school and you're texting shorties. That's what you're saying. Right now, but, but it's, it's it's pretty much, I'm saying food, I guess. It's not yeah. that interesting. I mean, maybe you should um, 
pursue a career in culinary arts. We're the I white enjoy, I enjoy Chopped. I love me a good episode of Chopped. <laughs> well, that is the loopy and automotive speed round. Big game, James. Thank, Thank you, you so guys. much for being with us Thank today. You. Wish you a speedy recovery with that knee and looking yeah. forward to see you in the sticks. The sticks. Yeah. Can't as, wait. As a netminder. The netminder. Net keeper. Right? You said keeper. Whatever you want. Keeper. 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 GK as a, keeper. As a GK keeper. We're going to have that battle continue. Um, so, if you or anyone you know has what it takes to sign up with uh, Minneapolis City this summer, we have trials coming up. If you want to play with Big Game James, please go online at Minneapolis uh, MPLSCity.com. Uh, the trial is Thursday, March 2nd, from 9.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m., and spots are filling up fast. Arrive at least 20 minutes early for check-in and warm-up if you've signed up. Cost is $75, and location is West St. Paul Sports Dome, 1655 Livingston Avenue, West St. Paul, Minnesota, 55118. Hey, thanks as always to Summit. For their sponsorship of our podcast, uh, we always enjoy Summit, especially uh, while we're recording. Two hundred and thirty-four times. Yeah, what was that? Five, <laughs> 30, ten, 30, six, ten plus cases of Summit. Thirty-nine. Uh, Forty. I don't think I've drank any of their beer more over the last year, which is uh, pretty sweet for Summit, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> once you get down to the, your local liquor store and. Drink more Summit than I do. I dare you. And if you can't find a place that sells Summit, uh, please move home. Membership for 2017, they are on sale. $60 gets you a season pass, gets you a fancy <coughs> new membership scarf. We have a new design featuring, they featuring our sky, they really skyline. Cool. They look super sweet. And also the opportunity to make what we created your own. Um, like we said, we would love it if people just started showing up to bars and talking city, man. Um, so everyone knows we're already eclipsed the season ticket holders we had all of last year. That's amazing. Currently, and it's oh, so everyone re-upped plus at least one. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's a great stat. And it, when we just started, it's our it's our <laughs> only one yeah. year yeah. in. Sports. The sports are great. Woo. We're sporting the sports out of the uh, sports. Sports. If you're not quite sure that you want to commit to a full season, or you know you don't really know what we're really about, and you want to check us out for one, you have a busy summer, or you're just interested in maybe catching a couple games, like I said. Uh, single game tickets, they're on sale on our website. Eight bucks will get you in if you buy ahead. It's ten at the door at the Nelly. Head over to mplscitysc.com and get whichever one of those feels good to you today. Uh, but also I want to talk about uh, the referral program, right? Because if you have friends, yeah. you can refer a friend to become an annual member. If you're an annual member and you want to bring your friend, refer him. Refer him. Because both of you are going to get deals with a Z. And it ends soon. Yeah, hurry up. Have your friend use the promo code WELCOME2, that's the number two, MPLS, and they will get $10 off their membership. So it's a $50 membership. And when they enter your name as the referrer, you will get... $5 off of merch, and our merch is sweet. It is no weird slash with a Target logo. Yep, for every uh, person you refer, you get $5. There's no limit. So free shirts if you're referring to people. Start racking up those credits. Hey, John, do you like to help people? We all help people. I love it. I love it. That's I why I love this club. Yep. Minneapolis City helps others. If you're looking to align yourself with that group, if you're a professional organization, or just a... 
uh, multimillionaire that just has some money lying around, yeah, or, a really, us, or, really, or, or a really super generous poor person. Uh, please, please align us, align yourself with us. Uh, we are a 501c3, which means we're completely tax deductible, and we do good on and off the pitch by providing those less fortunate to have a safe, reliable place to play this beautiful game. It's never too early to get the tax deductible credits in the books. Uh, consider giving to the club that gives back. Hey, great news. If you want to get a hold of us, we've made it super easy. Uh, we finally got our shit together, and we have a new Twitter handle for you. We are at The People's Pitch, and you now have no excuse to engage with us because I'm coming for you. I'm going to engage for you. What? Anyway, uh, tell us whatever you want to tell us. Tell us about what you want us to talk about. It's all good. If you want the email route, which you never do, but who knows, maybe you're someone's grandpa in the... Uh, <laughs> Maybe you're someone's grandpa in someone's basement. Uh, <laughs> it's the first time for everything. <laughs> MCSEpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up at MPLSCitySC on Twitter. Uh, that's all for this week. We're back next week with much less bullet bourbon, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and a full breakdown of more soccer news, some banter, and another member or staff that will be in the studio for <laughs> wow. Well, we might have another player or member of the staff on next week. Is that what it says? Uh, it's now the part where we say goodbye. Please, God, go get him, Tiger. Take it away. Uh, uh, I am John. That was Nate. This is James. Woo! And uh, thank you so much for listening. You got hoofed.